Welcome to the Hoops Crew. It is the best sports podcast that you've never heard of. My name is Frank Severich, and you've probably never heard of me either, but that's okay. We are here today uh, with you uh, to talk through some very important and very uh, wonderful things in the world of sports. Uh, before we do that, as always, a shout out to Poland. We have many... Uh, dedicated listeners out there, uh, including Michelle Yeoh, um, who may or may not be in Poland right now, but shout out to Michelle Yeoh. Um, and uh, yeah, without any other... Oh, wait. Uh, uh, um, uh, just to get the crowd warmed up uh, before I throw it to my amazing co-hosts, uh, here's here's a joke for you that has to do with the um, Super Bowl. Um, what did Rihanna say to Roger Goodell uh, when he offered her the Super Bowl halftime show. <laughs> Bitch better have my money. There we go. All right. Um, wonderful. Uh, well, you can look forward to much more of that uh, over the next hour or so. Um, and um, and to, to get us started with her amazing comedy stylings uh, from her comedy empire, uh, in Chicago, Illinois, please welcome the queen of the second city, Mary Catherine Curran. Hello. <laughs> no, don't start that rumor. <laughs> <laughs> well, in my eyes, you are. Oh, that's sweet. Thank you, Frank. Yeah. Yes, I'm the queen of the nickname for Chicago, the second city. Right. Yes. Is that mm -hmm. nickname from... The fact that Chicago feels like it's like second to New York or something like that. Is that is that what that nickname um, means? No, um, it's because uh, the fire burned down ah. uh, most of the city. And then and so they had to rebuild. So they had to rebuild it. Yes. So it's the second city. It's the it's second the iteration second city. of Chicago. And that's why Old Town, Old Town is where... Um, second city the theater ah. is and that is that is where the fire went up to i see um how's it how about that mayoral race out there huh brandon johnson let's go that's the only good good candidate um and it, it there it actually it's getting to the point now where it's like nobody's really ahead so hopefully yeah. Hopefully the um, guilty liberals will do the right thing. Isn't there a, what, what's his name? Chewy. Um, yeah. Chewy and Lori Lightfoot. They're all kind of still in bed with like the corrupt politicians and the, and Lori Lightfoot is a cop. So like, right. it's just really hard to see like a queer woman, also a black woman, not, <laughs> not care about <laughs> the issues and just give money to the police um <laughs> the first like you know black woman to be mayor um and and out out you know lesbian to be mayor um wow. but still a cop baby <laughs> <laughs> well um uh we'll we'll get back to politics um here in a moment but um, on our next pod on our next pod yes um, but, uh, uh, I want to, uh, before we do that, I want to welcome in our, one of our other amazing co-hosts, Chloe Michaela. Hello, Chloe. What's up? <laughs> How are we doing, Chloe? 
I'm, you know, I'm doing pretty well. I'm still coming off of that LA sunshine high. Yes. Um, I really forgot that sunshine makes you happy. I didn't know her. I haven't known her in months in Chicago. <laughs> and be like, as soon as I stepped, like I was singing Miley Cyrus's song. Of course. As you hopped as off the plane off at the LAX, plane LAX with a dream, with a dream in, in your cardigan. Yes. Yes. I did. And I was very happy. Um, and I almost didn't return. Um, but I did. <laughs> but she I'm did here. bring the sun back with her. And it was Aww. nice this weekend. That's nice. I did. I'm nice of you, Chloe. How was, was your trip? How long were you there? Um, I was there for a full week. It was wow. really good. That's um, awesome. It was really good. Yeah, we'll get to it later. But <laughs> a bitch saw LeBron break that record in wow. person. What a tease. What a tease. I know. I can't wait to hear all about it. And uh, before we get there, we have to welcome in our third in our panel of co-hosts. Unfortunately, Greg Toomey cannot be here tonight, but we do have another mediocre white man, Matthew Sparacino. Hello, Matthew. Hello, Frank. And from one mediocre white man to another, I, I assure you, I will be even more mediocre than usual. Wow. Uh, on this episode wow uh, thank I'm, you i'm doing well uh r.i.p greg we miss you yes Gone but not forgotten yes um i think he's just like, out of town but yes yeah yes. out of town to yes. be clear yeah. um but yeah i'm i'm doing good it's greg's we birthday are, on friday guys it is greg's birthday on friday um, should we do like a birthday thing for him next week or should we do it this episode or i don't know we uh, next week. Let's do something next week. Yeah. Okay. We'll give him we'll we'll shout him out and then when he's back next week, we'll um we'll we'll surprise him. We'll bring a cake and sing and the whole thing. It'll be it'll be really nice. Maybe we could go in on like a cameo <laughs> from a like former Wizards player or something. Ooh. You um know? what what Ooh. former Wizards player is oh. desperate enough to do that? Oh my god, Gilbert I bet Arenas. a lot of them. Kwame <laughs> <Gilbert laughs> Brown. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, probably. Actually, it would be I cool if we could get one from each of them. Because <laughs> yeah. they hate each other. That would be fun. <laughs> like in response to each other. All right, let's see. Yeah. No Washington Wizards uh, showed up in my um, uh, search of... Um, Okay, we'll we'll come back to this. We'll come back to this. But yeah, I just I just did a late uh, search on Cameo and no Washington Wizards popped up. So we'll see. We'll see what we can do. Mm. Mm. But before we do that, before we get to Greg's birthday, we have to celebrate the end of the football season. And I can't yeah. think of a better way to do that than by entering the close zone. Now, mm -hmm. This is our last close zone for a little while, uh, everyone. And before we get into the close zone, it's very tough. It's going to be emotional tough. for all of us. But yeah, uh, for those of you who haven't heard before, Chloe is our resident NFL expert. And each week she breaks down all of the action in the NFL in a segment that we called the close zone. It's really a public surface that she offers. Yeah. And mm -hmm. Chloe, I just have to ask, are you ready for... One last time Sorry. to get into relax. Have closing. a drink with me. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're ready. I'm ready. You're ready. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cheers, Chloe. On your mark, get set, Chloe. 
Oh, wait, hang on. I got to share my audio. I'm so sorry. Okay. On your mom. Get set. Glow. Okay, so we have Super Bowl 52, y'all. Kansas City Chiefs versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Will Philly be standing after this Super Bowl? The answer is always no. The light, the poles have been greased. Everyone, <laughs> the car has been flipped. They're jumping on the car hours before the Super Bowl. We are ready for a historic Super Bowl between the first two, uh, the first Super Bowl ever that has the first two black quarterbacks facing each other. It is amazing. Pat Mahomes has one ankle. Can he do it? Jalen Hurts has an amazing comeback story I will talk about later. And honestly, they did not disappoint. It was a high scoring game. The Chiefs ended up beating the Eagles 38 to 35. Jalen Hurts had a historic game. He had over 300 yards. He had three rushing touchdowns, which has only been done by one quarterback in the Super Bowl once. Okay, he also had one passing touchdown as well. Pat Mahomes, we thought for a little bit, there was a little scare at Mm -hmm. the end of the second quarter with his little ankle ankle. And I was like, you know what? If this is going to be a shitty Super Bowl, I know I don't need to go back to to, to the L.A. Rams, Tom Brady, Super Bowl 9-6. I don't need that. Don't give me that. But you know what? They gave Pat Mahomes so many drugs that you saw his face. He looked so loopy. We don't know how much quarter, how many cortisone shots he got in the locker room at halftime. But Whoville, Andy Reid came out and he was ready. And, <laughs> and I just—it's just bitchy. Like they, like I cannot count out Pat Mahomes. I will say it was a bit. The refing was was not the was not the best, especially at the end. It was a shitty fucking call that they called for holding. It wasn't really a hold that they had been calling all game. I will shout out Andy Reid though for the for the dopest milk of the clock I have ever mm-hmm. seen mm-hmm. in a game. He milked the clock down to like eight seconds mm-hmm. and forced Philly to use the final timeouts. I was impressed with Huvo Andy. I hope that Huvo Andy does not retire. I love him so much. Um, and yeah, I think the future is bright for Jalen Hurts. If anybody doubts him, you don't know fucking football. And I should never doubt Pat Mahomes. And honestly, Tyreek Hill, you fucked up. Mm. 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 Yeah. Wow. Well, um, thank you, Chloe. And yeah. I'm not sure if you saw, did you see the clip from uh, Chris Berman? I just have to do a shout out to Chris Berman here. Um, no, I don't think I did. the best is three minutes. He says, uh, it's, <laughs> he stuck his foot in his mouth a little bit. He's like, uh, all right. And now, you know, uh, the first, uh, um, uh, Super Bowl with uh, with two black quarterbacks, an amazing historic mile uh, milestone, and it's on February twelfth, Abraham Lincoln's birthday, and and then they threw to the best of three minutes. Terrible! It's <laughs> awful. It's so awkward and clunky. Wait, and, I didn't realize that was yeah. right before fastest three minutes. That yeah, I think that. so. Or it was like a segment <laughs> that he. I mean, we Abraham can pull it up if you want. Who you know what? This is why he needs to retire. I need to do this. I need to take this over because the fact that the writers or whoever at ESPN was like, you know what? You know what? February twelfth is known for. You know what? February is known for Abraham Lincoln's birthday. He could have just said, and it's February, Black History Month. But no, he's like Abraham Lincoln's birthday. Yes, he. It's okay. Hang on one second. That's hilarious. Chris Berman sucks. Yeah, here we go. Okay. He sucks. See the, see the clip right here. 
Also, of course, two African-American quarterbacks starting against each other in the Super Bowl for the first time. Fittingly, February 12th is Abe Lincoln's birthday. Here we go with the highlights in case you missed it. Yeah, loser. Fastest three minutes. Um, yeah. Here's here's what I will also say too. Yeah. Which, which this is this is no way excuse. This is like a deep deep cut that Chris Berman doesn't even know. It has obviously been debated that Abe Lincoln was obviously not half black, but he had a little something something going on in his lineage. Um, so there is that. But that is a reach that Chris Berman doesn't even know exists. <laughs> no. So no. Chris- I need him to retire. Chris Let Berman. me take over his job. I loved his, his, he had like a dramatic pause there. Yeah. Did you guys notice that? He, 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 he thought he was like, yes. he, he thought, thought he was, he was dropping the it. hammer. He thought he was like, <laughs> the no one else has made this point yet. How has no one else made this point? And honestly, I wanted to see the other uh, broadcasters' reactions. You know what I mean? Just yeah, yeah, like, like oh, <laughs> <laughs> are you sure, Chris? Are you sure about that? Uh, um, well, but Chris let's get to the to, game. Chris, Chris needs to spit out whatever is in his mouth when he's re- reading these highlights. You know, <laughs> I don't. All, all I'm saying is, Chloe, I don't think you have very much competition. I, I think you're on his radar, and I think he's a little shook. I think he. I think Thank he's you. nervous. He's Thank um. You. He's seeing ghosts for sure. No one um, else is calling Andy Reid Whoville Andy. Yeah, no one. Right. <laughs> yeah, Not a you, single person. <laughs> Chloe, what is that? That that was something I wanted to ask you. He looks like a who. Can you talk me through that? Have you seen his mustache? <laughs> yes. Are you kidding? Andy Reid. Andy Reid's like because the thing is is like he has a big head. But his face is like very like together. You know what I'm saying? Rosy, very rosy very cheeks. Rosy big cheeks. rosy okay. cheeks mm-hmm. and the mustache. There's just a lot of who going on. It's like a hoover and, and, with like a dash of a chipmunk, you know? And a walrus Kira, too. Yeah, Kiriko and a walrus. walrus. I was yes. gonna say. Yes. 100%. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Especially you know from Alice Reed. in Wonderland. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Andy Reid is also the first, he's also the first uh, coach to coach two black quarterbacks in a Super Bowl. Wow. I did not know that fact. Yeah. Donovan McNabb. Shout out. And uh, Pat Mahomes. So I'm going to, I'm going to, while I feel like Kansas City has been bailed out via terrible refereeing this entire playoff and Super Bowl run. No. Um, I just, I can't doubt Pat Mahomes anymore. I really, I really can't. Well, let's talk about that call for a second. Cause, cause it's sort of interesting, right? Cause it was like a sort of a decisive call um, Mm -hmm. at the end of the game, the holding call, but the, um, uh, the guy who committed the penalty, I can't remember his name right now, but he uh, owned up to the fact that he did. He said, he, he said after the game that it was holding and I was thinking about it too. They had that other touchdown that was called back. The the Chiefs did. Remember when the um, it was ruled that it wasn't a fumble and oh, uh, uh, because he didn't make a football move. That's right. Why. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I guess I guess it bothered me less. But how did you guys feel, Chloe? I, I get the sense that you did not like that call, that holding call. I I hated it because it didn't. 
whether or not what's I think his name is Brandon something, but he uh so James Bradbury. James, James Bradbury. Bradbury. Her name is James, name is Bradbury. James Bradbury. Bradbury. Yes, that's Bradbury. what he sounded like. In the <laughs> yes. game. That's I just talking. like I like this is this is the Super Bowl. It's the biggest game of the year, and when games set out, normally there's kind of like a precedence, right? So like for all of the game, I think that was the only holding call that was, it was called, right? Yeah. So you're watching this game and you're like, all right, cool. They're going to like let them play like that. Like that's what's going to like, because normally for holding calls, they will call it if you if you actually see the jersey being pulled. And um, I think it was Dan Orlovsky actually made a really good point today, which I didn't think about, which is normally if it's a holding call, that player, which would be Juju, would have freaked out and been like, you know, where's the, where's the flag? Mm. Yeah. And he did not, he, that's a good and point. It, he, he did not say anything. It also was not a catchable ball. That was the biggest thing that mm. I saw. Mm-hmm. And no one on Kansas city's bench was freaking out over a holding call. So clearly no one thought or felt that that should be a call. That's and then they decided to call it when it's like the difference is it's fourth down. Kansas city probably isn't going to go for it. They're going to kick a field goal and the Eagles have two timeouts and like a minute and some change left to go down the field. And that's what we want to see. But now we're watching Whoville Andy run out the clock <laughs> and it's just, it, it was just, I felt robbed. It was, it was not good. Totally, it was not fair. good. totally fair. I, um, I think Whoville Andy is a great nickname that um, I hope sweeps the nation um, (laughs) after this podcast. Um, I uh, was thinking about something and I just forgot, but my gambling tactic this year, I want to, I want to hear what you guys think of this. I chose no name players. I had never heard of before and bet their unders um, just to see how it would pan out. And I, I lost on multiple of them. Um, there was a player named Justin Watson, whose over under was 12 and a half yards. And I bet the under, and he had like 16 yards. And then Zach Pascal, who, who the Eagles signed in like December, his over under was 10 and a half yards and he hit 11 yards. How the fuck does <laughs> Vegas know? How do they know? It's really incredible. It's incredible. It's, it's How outrageous. do they know? Wow. That's stats. That that's all stats. Yeah. It's all see, statistics you know how, and averages. It was in the for, script. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. the NFL writer's mm-hmm. script. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. You Just know, like you know uh, Chris Berman's remark was in the script too, right? <laughs> God, I hope not. Did <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, you guys oh I remember what I was gonna say. Do you did you guys read the um tweet that the uh, NBA refs put out after the the worst missed call of all time. No, it's no. so um, good. I have to read it to you. So this um, is this is jumping to, to yes. some NBA refereeing. Yes, um, there was. Uh, if, if our listeners aren't familiar, there was a a call last month against the Lakers against LeBron. A James. call. Uh, a, a non-call, <laughs> I guess you could say. LeBron was fouled at the end of a game, and the refs didn't call it. And um, yeah, it was it was a whole thing. LeBron was very upset. Okay, you know okay. what I'll say too. I'll say to referees, with the exception of Philly, should be happy that they referee American sports because other sports are not as forgiving. Now, I will say the referees should not go to Philadelphia. Ever. <laughs> yeah. Again. Yeah. Cancel your vacation plans to the Liberty Bell. 
Yeah, yeah, don't yeah. do it. <laughs> um, okay, so this is from the official NBA refs uh, Twitter account. Jumping over to basketball here for a second. <clears throat> like everyone else, referees make mistakes. We made one at the end of last night's game, and that is gut-wrenching for us. This play will weigh heavily and cause sleepless nights as we strive to be the best referees we can be. When has when have the referees ever put out a statement like that, that is, at that any is, other time ever? You know what that is? That's that insane. is a that is a apology to LeBron James. Yes, yes, that's yeah. exactly right. LeBron, we that's are exactly so sorry. Right. Please uh, keep sending us a Christmas card. That's exactly right. Um, well, let's go back to uh, football. Any closing thoughts from the from the panel here? Where did you all watch the Super Bowl? Like, what what was everyone's kind of Super Bowl um, setting this year? I hosted people at our house. I hosted my okay. in-laws at our house. And we talked about politics and the Chinese spy balloons. Okay. And um, what else did we talk about? We talked about all sorts of things um, and, uh, and watched the game. It was great. It's fun. Did you talk about UFOs? We didn't talk about UFOs, no, but we probably should have. Yeah. Should have brought it up. I, I did bring up you're... religion. I was like, we're talking about politics already. Might as well talk about religion. If your in laws start bringing up <laughs> UFOs, maybe maybe have a sit down. You know, <laughs> there's a lot of yeah. crazy shit going around right now. We need to keep our loved ones in check. That's on, right. On stuff. That's right. There was nope. a U- there was a UFO in Chicago. Oh yeah. What? Yeah. I mean, that's wow. just fact, though. That's just straight mm-hmm. up. When? Last night, <laughs> people went to the roof to see. I did not. I said, unless Will Smith's coming down, no thanks. <laughs> Welcome to Earth, bitch. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I just I just recently watched Nope, so I'm like on like edge. Mm. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm, I'm a little on edge. Um, but okay, good, good to know that they are here. Um, maybe oh, yeah. we can recruit them. Um, I watched at a friend's house and everyone, I mean, no one was really kind of like only like one person that I knew of was like kind of rooting for the Eagles. Um, I ended up against my better judgment rooting for the Eagles. Wow. Just for J- I'm shocked. But the thing is, I'm not rooting here. Ugh, let me, let me, let me, let me change this. Let me, yeah. I'm rooting for Jalen Hurts. I'm not rooting for Philadelphia and it hurts me. It's kind of like Joe Burrow. I'm not rooting for the Bengals. I'm rooting for Joe Burrow. I'm rooting for Lamar Jackson. So I am, I was rooting for Jalen Hurts. I really was. Cause I think his, his, his story to how he got there and all of the shit that he had to go through is just so, it's just so amazing. And <laughs> honestly, if I'm going to give credit to Philly, it's going to be for not letting Carson Wentz come back and just riding <laughs> the next Falls train yeah. and then being like, Carson Wentz actually isn't that great. Let's uh, go to Jalen Hurts. So Shout out to them, but you got rid of my boy, Doug Peterson, and I'll never forget. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, What about you, MC? Where'd you watch? Um, yeah, I watched the Rihanna concert at my friend's house. Um, <laughs> just want to say shout out to Riri for performing Pregnant um, and mm. also basically creating an altar to which men were worshiping her. And um as she rightfully should, as she rightfully should. 
yeah, you know, it was an enjoyable game. It's I, I haven't watched a full football game probably in three years. Um, so I did watch the whole game, which was which was weird for me personally. But uh, but I, you know, it was it was entertaining. Um, and the, you know, I, the thing is, I'm exceptionally dip forward and lots of dips. Lots of dips. dips. We had we had some serious dips <laughs> going on at our place. Mm-hmm. We so we always you all know this, but uh Kira and I always host a Super Bowl party and are both just everybody, everybody was showing out with dips and cheese and just uh all kinds of food that'll make you wanna just go to sleep. <laughs> Hang out with your dip out. Isn't that funny that we choose to like the sleepiest foods when we like choose to celebrate and congregate? Why don't we do that? It's like a test. We test ourselves. Because it'll calm everybody down. Oh, yeah, that's probably what it is. That's true. Calm everybody down. Least amount of fighting. That's why family gatherings is always lit with food because it's just like, well, I'm up here with my family. I might as well enjoy some good (laughs) fucking food while I'm here. That's right. That's right. We we were like overloaded with food. We, I have a, I'm sitting just feet away from a packed full cooler of beer that was full at the beginning (laughs) of the night. And we drank all night and it somehow got no less full. Wow. Stuff just kept coming in. So I'm I'm working on it. If I start to kind of fade out at the end of the pod, that might be why. How Did many you watch with Joe? Oh. No. So okay. Well, so Is anyone who okay? listened to last week's episode, uh, our good buddy Joe, who is a Philly fan. Uh, he actually went up to Philly for the weekend. So <gasps> uh Chloe, were you were you with us when <laughs> Philly won their first Super Bowl? I was, going? and it was glorious. It was spectacular. I, I Joe think and I, Frank, I, you were probably there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we all watched that together at at my place. And Joe uh, was like very quiet and reserved the whole time, and then was so happy when they won. But he this time around wanted to go to the city, which I understand. I have not really heard from him today. Oh God. We, Joe, we, we hope yeah. you're all right. I thought about asking, well, before the result yesterday, I was like, we should ask Joe for like a voice memo, you know, to like follow up on last week. But I I did not have the heart to ask him for that today. Chloe, yes. if you if you missed we last you, week's episode, yeah, we love you, Joe. If you missed last week's episode, um, it's it's a it's a fun one. And we played a game where at the end it was determined that Joe, if if Billy won the Super Bowl. Joe had to climb a pole. He had to go to the parade and he had to get a tattoo commemorating the Philadelphia inspired tattoo. And it was all like a random, it was a random game of chance. uh, And it it just ended up that Joe (laughs) landed with all the responsibility of doing those things. So off the hook. Yeah. But he wow. probably would have taken the the Super Bowl victory. Yeah, I, I, I and, suspect you know, so. Speaking of speaking of Super Bowl victories, though, going back again to last week, Kira's costume analysis another mm. win for her. She took Kansas City. Oh, she nailed it on the pod last week. Yeah, we oh, said yeah. the she lines said were going to exactly move. what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. People reacted. I did see the line move from one and a half to one at a couple of books. So. Mm-hmm. You know, if you cashed in, congratulations. 
Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. a it was a fun definitely... Super Bowl. It was a fun Super Bowl. It yeah. was a fun Super Bowl. And now and now football is done um for the mm-hmm. season and I think mm-hmm. it was a pretty good season overall. Yeah, I enjoyed this season of football. Yeah, but also yeah. kind of super yeah. fucked up though at the same time. Like yeah. uh, how do you mean? Well, just like the the player who had a heart attack on the field. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Who had like yeah. three or maybe four concussions and all the Watson stuff. It's, you know, it's this Roger is Goodell. Right yeah, so like just being Roger Goodell. There's these mm-hmm. incredible players and like amazing feats of athleticism that's coupled with this just toxic fucking league. So, Mm-hmm. I don't know. Let us know how we did covering it this year. This was our first year sort of dipping into uh, into the NFL. Send us an old email at the uh, the hoops crew pod mm. at gmail.com. And we, we try to balance, I think, some some love for the game and the fun we have watching it with also talking about shit like Tua and like Watson and like Damar Hamlin. Yeah. So it's complicated. Yeah, my- it's a complicated league. It is. It sucks that, yeah, a league ruins the sport because Mm -hmm. it really is just so like, it's so dumb to think of it this way. I mean, like I describe football, but sports in general is just theater on steroids. Like that's just Mm -hmm. what it is. Mm -hmm. Like all the drama, it's just, it's just a play, you know, there's a start, there's a middle, there's an ending, there's drama, you know, conflict, uh, the storyline, and it truly is just poetic to watch these athletes just like do amazing things and just improve and get better and better in the competition. And it does suck that it's run by a very uh, shitty league. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, I hope next year is better. I am so thankful to have my Sundays back. (laughs) I am so thankful. I wish I could like not do anything on a Sunday when it's football, but like I, I've tried it. It's not, I'm not a happy person. Wasn't it weird last Sunday? Cause 'cause there's that week off. Wasn't it weird last Sunday? Yeah. I hate it. It was, it was very weird. Yeah. I did. I was distracted with the Grammys. I was like, and I was in LA. So I was like, okay, I'm going to distract myself, Mm. but it was very weird. And it was very, it is very bitter. I think it just becomes like more bittersweet when they're just, and it's the playoffs and it's less games and you're down to the Super Bowl. And yeah, I mean, onward and and upward, you know, we'll see who will Andy, um, (laughs) We'll see him down the road next year. We'll, we'll see him. See him, we'll see him he says so. he's not retired. And I hope the fuck he does not retire. I, hope he I, want, I he shouldn't. Why? Yeah. Why he should win, you? You've got the best quarterback. Bowls, like, yeah. No, just he's go. just he's just having fun, and he's never he. You know, shit's bad with Andy Reid. As soon as his face starts getting red, you're like, oh my yeah. god, he's about to boil over. That's a guy um, you don't want to like <laughs> fuck up on field, and then like having to like walk back over to the sidelines and see that mm-hmm. guy. Red face, red face waiting for you. Oof. Yeah, I think he's different than Bill Belichick because with Andy, you like him and like, yeah, you exactly. fuck up, you're yeah, like yes. really disappointing someone you love. With yeah. Bill, you That's fucking exactly right. hate him. Yeah, he'll be back. He'll be back, and so will. will football. But you know, we no more football for a while. We still got 
the hoops though baby oh we got the yeah. hoops and they're coming in fast so hoops um, are getting hot hoops, hoops got are, hot last week the hoops got oh, yeah. hot it was hot super bowl week, week and Spicy. people were just couldn't stop talking about hoops hoops um, i've never been so anxious over an nba trade deadline i don't think like, it was a very it was a lot i mean this is one of our i haven't i haven't done the homework on this so i, I won't say it was the most because i feel like we have a tendency to be like hyperbolic but it was it was one of the most uh like marquee players moving around in the last week nba trade deadline ever i'm not gonna say it's the most but it's up there in terms of like yeah really big name players moving around and of course we have to start with kevin durant leaving the brooklyn nets and going to the Phoenix Suns, I want to start with MC. This is your husband slash boyfriend. And uh, I want to hear how you are feeling about uh, about your move to Phoenix. Um, You know, it, it's tough because, you know, as I, I mentioned in our group chat, um, I was not asked. Um, I was not asked I, I, I was I wasn't given a lot of notice in this decision. Um, I also did text our chat when it happened. I screamed, uh, "Wake up at us! <laughs> wake up, everyone! Wake up!" Because I was on the West Coast, so I was yeah. awake. So thankfully, Chloe was there to soothe me because I was I was high and I was overwhelmed. I'm really I, I feel really bad that I wasn't there for you in that moment. It was a lot. It's okay, it's okay it, Matt, because, you know, it was, it was it, on East Coast East Coast time, it was late. Well, it, and it was the night, this was like maybe an hour after LeBron broke the scoring record, which we're also going <laughs> right. to talk about tonight. And that right. was like, that was kind of like, I can't watch anymore of this Lakers love fest. <laughs> like, I got to go to sure. bed. And then right after this crazy thing happens, Frank talking about, um, you know, the most, I, I don't know in terms of number of trades, but what's the last time a player as big as Durant got I'm traded like at all LeBron's never been I mean, traded Steph's never been traded um I, I mean to be honest I guess Harden no you know um yeah is under but, that like, that Durant, would be under that umbrella but, traded? But, or did he go to he Boston was, he was, traded? But like I guess I just feel like Durant's on a I mean, he we, started we the season with Boston though. stars <laughs> We see a lot of big stars get traded, but Durant is like on another level in my mind. Like him, he's changed teams yeah. a number of times. He's never been traded though, so that was just a really kind of crazy. Well, he requested it though, so it kind he of did. like. I mean, it initially, yes, yes. Yeah, I feel like I think maybe because it wasn't like I see what you're saying, Matt, but I think because it's at the point where like. I am more shocked by trades that a player didn't ask for and that like no one really saw coming. Sure. But sure, like sure. I saw Katie's trade coming. I saw Kyrie's trade coming because they were all asking for it and Brooklyn was so sick and tired of them. So yeah. I, w- I was like shocked, but I was like, I mean, yeah, duh. I think I mostly was just like hurt for the Phoenix players that got shipped. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it yeah. was like I saw an interview with Mikhail Bridges the night after um the trade and he was like in at the brooklyn game he wasn't playing yet obviously but they were like how how was it he's like you know i get it like you know kevin durant's one of the best players ever so but like 
it was still kind of a shock to me and stuff. And it must be like, I wish I could ask those guys, like, where do they even live? Like, what do you do with your stuff? It's temporary. Like, well, the logistics of it to, all. You see what they happened to Josh Hart, though? I guess so. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think they do. Yeah. But Josh Hart, he literally was on the court with the Trailblazers warming up. And then he was traded like during wow. warmups. And then That's he just crazy. said goodbye to his teammates on the court and just wow. left. And left. Oh, wow. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, that's that's pretty heartless. Mm-hmm. How could you? Yeah. How could you be so heartless? Um, you know, it's weird because I do think um, I, I've had some time to sort of like settle in it because I, I was I wasn't surprised that he got traded. I just was kind of surprised he went to Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And um, I I do genuinely want to see how this shakes out because I think there has been some tension between Monty and DeAndre. Mm -hmm. There has been some issues with injuries with Devin Booker, with injuries with Chris Paul, Mm -hmm. with Chris Paul also kind of had hit a stride and then has declined since then. So I Mm -hmm. also feel like I'm, I'm a little anxious because I see why he went there and I do see there being uh, opportunity, but I just really hope it works out. And I think the hard thing is that I'm just, I'm, I am over the nets, but I was over the nets because of Kyrie, not mm-hmm. because I was over the, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't over the organization as a whole. I was just over Kyrie Irving and I was hopeful that maybe with some adjustments and him leaving that like that would change things. But if anything, I'm sure that probably made Kevin want to leave more because he's like, well, now who do I have? Which is like, I mean, it's fair. Cam Thomas though, I would say a big, big person Mm -hmm. in the running for Hooper of the Hooper of Mm -hmm. the week. Um, Mm. That's, that's my thing too, where I think it's interesting to say, okay, they do have some budding talent. Mm -hmm. So I think Kevin leaving is interesting to me because I think there could be some room for growth there, mm-hmm. but I think in the immediate future, I don't see there being another option for him where he would feel like he's being matched talent wise. Mm-hmm. And I think with Booker, with Chris Paul, hopefully, um, you know, with Mikhail Bridges, that there there is or not Mikhail Bridges, Jesus, DeAndre Ayton, obviously mm-hmm. Mikhail is gone. And that really did make me sad. And sweet mm-hmm. little Cam Johnson too. Very mm-hmm. um but uh but I think and I just think it's gonna be interesting. I will be going to the game on March third. Cool. To oh, see yeah, I'm so jealous. Yeah, I'm gonna go with our friend Maria, who is a Phoenix fan. Oh, that's so, so my, fun. Um, I would like to shout out my gay husband, Alex, who has been an, uh, a Suns fan. He is from Arizona as well. Hey. Um, and he and he did wear his son's jersey yesterday and um, in celebration of the Super Bowl being in Arizona, but also <laughs> in celebration of receiving Kevin Durant. Um, right. So now That's it's, awesome. it's going to be nice. You're talking about Bulls Suns MC? Bulls Suns, yeah. That's awesome. That's That'll be fun. Yep. Because initially, initially I said I didn't want to go because I was like, well, I, I saw them mm-hmm. last year 
And yeah. now I'm like, well, and I was then Brooklyn's here the 24th. So I was planning on like, oh, mm. I'll just go to that game. Oh, man. Nope. That's and funny. And thankfully <laughs> didn't buy tickets for it yet. Do you guys think that the Suns are the best team in the West now? No, I was about no. to come on and be like, I don't actually don't think this is going to work. Oh, really? I don't either. Oh, I have no. a bad feeling about it. I do wow. not. I have a bad I, feeling when about I it. First, when I first saw that trade, I was like, oh, my God. I was like, Phoenix is going all in. They are going all they in are, for Chris yeah. Paul. They, they gave up amazing role players that knew how to play as a team that contributed when Chris Paul was out, that contributed when Devin Booker was out. And no shade to KD, but isn't he still hurt? Like he, he, he also has injury problems. He is. Booker has he, injury he has a problems. MCL, yeah. And Chris That's Paul is ancient no and old. The best team, like I, yeah, like they don't. I, and it's like the All Star break is here. Playoffs are around the corner, and now you're going to try to figure out how to jive and gel with this team that just lost a bunch of great role players that can always step up. Like I, I, that uh, like I really. I thought this was a very bad move on Phoenix's part. Uh, I think KD ultimately won, right? Because he's not in Brooklyn. He doesn't have to deal with that shit anymore with Kyrie. You know, theoretically, this is actually a better team now than Brooklyn, I believe, is like skill player wise. But he needs some sun, baby. Baby. He does does need some sun. But it ain't going to happen this year. No. It sure as hell ain't gonna happen next year because Chris Paul is getting older. See, I I Chloe, don't agree I feel with very you. similarly. I don't agree with you on that, Chloe. I agree with you on this oh. year. I think I think that it's too late in the year. Those guys are already hurt. They're old. There's mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, it's I think there's good reason to be skeptical of both Paul and Durant being able to make it through a full two months of playoff basketball. Mm-hmm. But Booker too, unfortunately. Yeah, sadly. Yeah. But I think on paper and it's, you know, it's hilarious. We, we say that a lot, but that team does have more talent than any other team in the West, more star talent at least. And I think next year, like, I think that team could be really good. Like once they have some time to gel, Phoenix is a team that I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that because they could pick up a couple pieces too in the offseason. I agree with you on that. And they've had like really weird chemistry. Like, and I, you know, there's no reason really to think that Durant is going to fix whatever's going on between DeAndre Ayton and and the coach, Monty Williams. But like, it's, you know, it's going to change the team dynamic somehow in ways that Mm -hmm. we don't know yet. That team hasn't played a single minute together. But I wonder if like a shift in the vibes might ultimately kind of be what they need, like something to shake them up. So mm-hmm. I'm not I, like super yeah. rushing to crown them, but I, I think next year that team's going to be dangerous. And honestly, if, if for as long as they're healthy this spring, I wouldn't want to play those guys. I think if they're, I think if they're like fully healthy, I agree that like they could get out of the first round and like probably be knocked out in the second round or something. But I just don't like health wise. I just don't trust it because I think about it to where it's like, okay, if Katie's hurt, y'all got it's just Booker, CP3, and Aiden. And like Phoenix was, yeah. And then like some role players that are 
no offense, but like not as good as like Mikhail Bridges and Cam John, like the other people that they should. And Jay, and Jay Crowder. And Jay Crowder, mm-hmm. who's on his couch and now he's maybe going to be on a couch in Brooklyn. We don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's just transferring couches. But it's like if Katie goes down, and I just I see them as just like, like they're not. They're not good. Like I, to me, like when Booker went out or when CP3 was out, I always was like, oh, Phoenix is still competitive. Like they're still competitive because they play team ball. And now I'm kind of like, ooh, one of those guys goes down. Like it's gonna get thin. I don't. Right? Yeah, I don't even know how competitive y'all gonna be. <laughs> it seemed like it seemed like big picture wise. So a f- Kyrie, KD's former teammate in Brooklyn, got traded like several days before the trade deadline. And that sort of signaled that Brooklyn was going to tear their team down. And then a few days later, they trade KD to the Suns. The KD trade happened maybe like 36 hours before the deadline. And it just seemed like everything that happened after that is just these Western teams loading up because KD and Kyrie go to the West. It's this big kind of like, like pretty big power shift in the league. Like just it was a fuck you to LA. LA. It was a fuck you. It's a fuck you to LA because LeBron tweeted, "Maybe it's me." (laughs) It is you, bitch. But you know, LA made some. They they made a really big trade to try to get into the mix. Uh, A lot of teams like the Grizzlies and the Nuggets and the Clippers and basically everyone in the West made little sort of tinkering deals around their rotation because the people just kind of feel like it's wide open and teams want to make a run for it. So if we if we don't think that Phoenix is the best team in the West, who is? Is it Denver? It seems like it's Denver. I feel like Denver I, and I feel like Memphis are is up there. I feel like so I'm I this is uh we're recording I this can't on sleep Monday. on Sacramento also. Oh yeah, uh, Saki. You love it. You love, love it. to the, see it. I'm excited I mean, for know, them. Defending chan- like the Warrior like once they it's you know we're too far out it's hard to know who is even definitely going to make the playoffs at this point but the houston rockets the houston rockets they're not mathematically eliminated (laughs) (laughs) but i just i i just watched the end of um uh denver miami not while watching you know i'm 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 talking to you guys we're on the pod but it's it's in the background i got sure 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 And Denver is playing without Jamal Murray tonight, without Aaron Gordon tonight. And they just beat, you know, this team that is like an Eastern Conference finalist every other year without two of their top three players. And it's just they do this constantly. And maybe, I don't know, they they seem to kind of overperform in the regular season and then run out of, maybe not run out of gas, but teams are able to match up with them a little better. I don't know. I feel like we still kind of don't know who the favorite is, which means maybe it's the Clippers. I think you said maybe it's the Clippers. Maybe, maybe big, it's the big Clippers. LOL. Oh, maybe. my Matthew, Matthew. Let's let, let's review the Clippers trades, shall we? The Clippers got rid of our boy John Wall, unfortunately. Oh, back where back was where tough. he was before. Very <laughs> very sad. So many so many players went back to a former team. It was yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, it's crazy. John, honestly, calling the Rockets John's former team doesn't even really feel right. It hurts. So hopefully, hopefully, he makes it back to his true former team because I that's right. Imagine yeah. 
he's going to play for the, the team Rockets. that made him, the team that embraced him, the team that loved him, the That's city right. that loves him. That's right. The team we that studied. Come back, John. The team. <laughs> The team that doth dogged. Wow. <laughs> yeah, no, John Wall was officially waived. I just looked it up. He was officially oh. waived. The Rockets he was waived, waived as the well Rockets. as uh, the uh, as Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson has also yeah. been they waived, waived by the Hornets. Reggie Jackson. Yeah, damn, Jackson that's interesting. Is, yeah, yeah. He, oh, damn! I just saw this today. Where is Reggie Jackson going? Do you have that, Frank? I can look this it up. Is in no position. No position. So some of these, some of these guys have already been redirected. Reggie Jackson is going to sign with the Nuggets. That's who it is. Yes. Good for him. Yes. Yeah. He's Good replacing Bones. Oh yeah. So like the Nuggets. Oh yeah. Bones the Nuggets Highland got better because they. So they sent Bones Highland, their backup point guard, to the Clippers. Right. Which. The Clippers good, might good move beat, for the Clippers, but so basically they swapped Bones for Reggie Jackson is how that turned out. Um, but the Nuggets also got former Wizard Thomas Bryant from the mm-hmm. Lakers to back up Jokic. So I, I don't know. Lots of teams made those little like tinkering moves at the edge. Um, and yeah, I think Clippers, it's hilarious that the Mavericks thought Kyrie Irving was was going to be their. <laughs> The ticket. It's now what? It's Kyrie Irving, a big man, Mark Cuban. Can I buy a vow? Like y'all, you all, y'all gotta invest in a big man or what? Or just like, like defense? Yeah, because what defense. the fuck is going on? It's it's. I don't see it. It doesn't make any sense to me. From speaking from like a basketball perspective, like you were doing, Chloe. Like I don't understand. Their play no styles defenders. are not complimentary None. at all like they're I feel very like he bought himself time by getting Kyrie to make Luca happy because truly I think Luca was happy with the trade I think Luca is like happy as with far the as trade. like a one-two punch right. and yes. I really feel like yeah. I really feel like Cuban did that to buy himself time and to make you Luca happy because I think Luca was like kind of on his way sure, out the door sure. yeah you know another um another brother for the Aryan nation so <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. It's just hard think... to see a blonde-haired, blue-eyed boy getting Kyrie on his team it's... from the from Eastern Europe. <laughs> don't love to see that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you got to. Wonder... I know we don't have time today, but you need to unpack your hatred for my baby boy Luca at some point. I yeah, no, we definitely should get into it. I mean, I think I think part of the reason that I dislike him is is actually kind of um uh Kyrie is kind of similar in this regard like I feel well I I guess Kyrie is a little better about it than than Luca is I just feel like Luca is so ball dominant that I um he reminds me of like the way James Harden used to play like for those Rockets teams and stuff yes. it's just like everything runs through him and he's so he's so talented so I'm not saying that he's bad. That's not my argument at all. It's more just he's like frustrating. I see where you're coming from. And, he, and he's such a baby. He frustrates too. teams. He's, he's so. Um, but he is a baby, though. Also, I know. Frank. I know. He is a I, baby. I know. And I, I'm I'm willing to give him a, a little bit. Of, he's a literal child. But but I but it's it is difficult for me to just watch him like out and be like so petulant when calls don't go his way. It's like. Come on, man. It's like it's like the way Eli Manning used to complain about like when there was a blown call or something. It's like, okay, like this performative, like 
Um, we learned that from his brother, but yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. Sure, 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 sure. Um, here, here's the thing. Here's, here's, yeah, from LeBron. Here, from LeBron. That's what I was about sure. to say. Luca learned sure, that sure, from sure. LeBron. So you sure, know sure, what? Sure. Uh, dad, dad is not setting a great example. Okay. Sure. Um, so a little uh, rebuttals here for for all that. Um, I think Luca is asking for the calls because yes, he learned that from LeBron, but also he learned that, that that is the NBA league as a whole, because he is so young and the league that he entered into, you watch the NBA, every player is complaining for a call and he played in, he played in tougher leagues in Europe, which is why he is so hard to like take down. But like, if you, he's coming to this game and he's just like, Oh, everybody gets a foul that I'm going to complain for a foul because who are we gonna pass it to, Frank? Right. I mean, before this, is I mean, he gonna pass the ball to? It was Spencer Dunwitty for like a half Spencer second. There's, there's a Spencer third, Denwitty. there's a third green on their team. What is it? There's Danny Green. There's um, there is another green. There's Danny another green. green. It, it here's the th- because if you watch the Dallas game, you see Luca pass it to somebody. Half the time, they ain't do anything with it. It's like when you have to pass the ball to Russ, but you don't want to pass the ball to Russ, but he's the only one that's open and you just don't know what's going to happen. I just feel I I could lead into your argument if I felt like Luca was playing with a big man or somebody like on his caliber, like he clearly trusted enough to get the ball because in his defense, he can go score 60 and 70 points and put the team on his back and win. So... I'm just saying. I hear you. Luca, I want to see my baby boy on a team. I want to see him succeed. I want to see him not have to play 40 minutes. So I, I hear you. Through injury. Through injury. I, I hear you. I hear you. And a lot of, I, I will say another thing that I, that really turns me off about Luca has nothing to do with Luca himself. It has to do with the way the NBA media in particular has hyped him up as the next coming of Jesus Christ or something like that. Like he is so he had some, Jesus hyped. had some good Super Bowl ads, by the way. Not so yeah. Jesus had some yeah. great oh Super Bowl ads. Fucking yeah. sorry, to, sorry to throw a big yeah. That's the pooper of the week. That's the pooper of the week. Those Jesus Nation. commercials. Jesus commercial on Fox Nation. Yeah. And Greg um, Gutfeld, go kill Greg, yourself. Greg Gutfeld got two <laughs> Super Bowl ads. What the fuck? What are we doing? As and self self proclaimed king of late night, excuse yeah, me, yeah, Greg exactly. on, on And I just really quickly need to I need to always say this: if you think you're being funny or you're winking or you're like gonna get him, you're not funny. You yeah. stick fuck. <laughs> uh, that's better than anything I had to say about Luca. So let's just leave it there. I I I find I find Luca to be very. Um, overhyped as a basketball player not to take anything away from him as a basketball player he made it to the western conference finals he is clearly very talented i am not taking anything away from luca the basketball player i hate the way people cover him and not to be this guy but i do think that there's a racial aspect to it that i i find very uncomfortable i find it very uncomfortable about how people talk about luca versus how they talk about other players in the league and not um, uh, like for years, the way they talked about Trey Young versus Luca, like Trey Young was some piece of shit, some bum, and because Luca was picked after Trey Young, and Luca mm-hmm. was so much better than Trey Young and stuff. I, 
I, I, and that's not. Do you feel that? Do you feel Luka. that way that's about Jokic though? Do you feel that way about Jokic? I, I do think that way. I do feel that way about Jokic, to be honest. Because I, I feel like. I, I know I'm like getting I, into some deep stuff right now, no, but that is how I feel I, about Jokic that, and Luka. That has crossed my mind, but their talent is undeniable. Yes, absolutely. And I think that, like, and I think what is so fascinating more so like I find Luca to be more fascinating as a player than Jokic mm-hmm. um uh and I think it is because of his ability to slow down the game and I don't know if that's why he's talked about because you don't see anyone like Luca who slows down the game and scores 60 points mm-hmm. and is doing yeah. double double triple For doubles sure. like he's moving like molasses and yeah, yet literally. it looks like he's yeah. schooling you. And I like, I, cause that crossed my mind. Cause I, I didn't like the, the, the pitting against of like Luca versus Trey, like what, like when they were going to be drafted. But I think just Luca, I, I, I think that Luca would be talked about in this manner regardless of his race, truly because, because of his style sure. of play and no other player is playing like him. And I think the hardened thing that you mentioned, I think the hardened thing that you mentioned is interesting because I did, I didn't, Mm -hmm. I see them more as frustrating, less because it is frustrating to play against them. Mm -hmm. And it's fascinating Mm -hmm. to watch them play because you're like, how the fuck are they so good at controlling the pace? Right. Mm -hmm. And every, and everybody, and they, uh, he makes everybody play to him instead of Mm -hmm. the opposite. So that is impressive. And that, Mm -hmm. and it also it's, and it is simultaneously when you are on the other side of it, it's infuriating. Cause it's like, (laughs) what the fuck am I watching? Like, this is insane. (laughs) Like just go faster. Like what is happening? Like, (laughs) but I also think that, I agree with Chloe. Like Jokic, although uh, the thing is, it's like if Embiid were healthy, mm. but it's like a, it's like a lot of if thans for, and even this season too, and it's wild. I mean, like twenty triple doubles. Like he's and they have one, and the, and I was watching NBA TV earlier before that game, and it was mentioned by Jamal Crawford that not only does he have 20 triple doubles, they have won every game that he has scored wow. a triple double. Oh, so he's not yeah. only, he's not That's only awesome. impacting like speaking just of Jokic specifically, sure. um, it's yeah. like, he's not only impacting it for himself. He's also bringing his team up. And I think, we're not really like, although I know Giannis can do that. I know that Embiid can do that. They're just not kind of, they're, they're just not producing at the same level. Mm-hmm. And it's frustrating because I don't, I don't want, to, I don't want Jokic to win the MVP again. I, I don't, mm-hmm. I think it's like, it would make me feel really weird to have him win three times in a row. Cause that's just not heard of. Um, But it's on the other side of it. It's also really hard to deny him because sure. he's fucking producing. Absolutely. Guys, and it's regular guys, season uh, two, right? As we always talk about. Does anybody know who mm-hmm. the last basketball player to win three straight MVPs was? It was it like, it was, it's like the list is like Wilt Chamberlain, Kareem? Larry Bird was, and Kareem. Kareem. The, I don't know what the list is. The most recent one though was Larry Bird. Larry Bird. There you go. Three MVPs which, in a yeah. row. Damn. Damn. Which, which is also interesting. Yeah. So I and and mm-hmm. that's maybe a little reductive. Larry Bird is 
white. It was the best white player from the eighties. I, mm. and I, I don't know that I necessarily agree with what you're saying, Frank, cause I do think those players are, I think someone used the word undeniable. Like the talent is just crazy, but, but if he were, if Jokic were to win again, I don't know. That is, that is kind of a strange coincidence. If it is a coincidence, but if and Jokic also, has 20 triple doubles though, I mean, it's thing. like, He's, I don't, I don't really have, we're like it. only like what, th- what? two thirds of the way through the season. Like there's still, yeah, yeah we like, gotta, there's we still opportunity for him to continue. It's like, yeah. who else is producing at that level? And Frank, I would use your argument as far as the meat. Well, I won't say, I won't say the media hyping up, but like, I would feel like the last time that I felt that, the, that everything was very like, black and white or like black versus white was Larry Bird and Magic Johnson. Like sure. that's essentially sure. how yeah, yeah. Which the was media also was marketing media it. Driven. Yeah. 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 Like Boston versus LA, um, which is probably most of the reason why I fucking hate Boston. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Which is why it's hard to hate this Boston skirt, skirt. team. Cause I'm like, God, all their Jalen Brown, Jason Taylor. I can't hate you guys, but I hate your city. Yeah. And that's on you. Totally. And I don't, I, I know nothing about Luca as a human being. I saw that clip that Mary Catherine sent around this time last year from the all-star game where he went up to DeMar DeRozan and was like, how do you do that about the mid-range jumper? Which was like very charming. It's, it's charming to see him be like just a little, cause he is, he's like 23. He's just this like little mm-hmm. kid who's like, whoa, like, and has found himself in this world, but is also like incredibly talented. Like, I, I absolutely am rooting for that. I I, I am yeah. very um, I just get very turned off by Luca coverage and um, and his style of play. And that's just and I, that's just my taste. Right. I, I'm not trying to yuck anybody else's a... yum. Chloe, I love that you love Luca. Um, and I don't want to turn you off of your baby boy at all. So this is not mm-hmm. me trying to be like raining on your parade in any way, shape or form. I love that you love Luca and I want you guys to is be it, very happy together. You are his it, mother and his lover. And Chloe, is that true? <laughs> Oh, yeah, it was really God. nice up until the end. It worked. And so the end. It's going to be a little bit of 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 a I, I think the Harden comparison makes a lot of sense. I also don't like watching Luca, and it reminds me a lot of how I didn't like watching Harden. And I think it's also true. It can both be true that he is one of the best players in the league. He's a fantastic player. He was in our hoops group 10 when we did that. He probably will be for years. But there he can also receive like I, I kind of know what you mean about the tenor of the coverage. There is a certain tone sometimes in the way the media talks about players in the league and what traits they choose to emphasize. So I, even though we all kind of, I think kind of spoke up in support of Luca, I don't think you're a hundred percent off base with that. Either. I appreciate that. I appreciate that, but, Matt, but fuck him because one other thing you said, we don't know anything about Luca's him personally. Fault. We know one thing about him personally, which is that he okayed a trade for Kyrie Irving. So yeah. 
Uh, they're playing. I got them on my TV now because I just this is all I do when we record is I watch games. But <laughs> it's okay. I'm cats watching the Bulls. Uh, yeah, I'm watching the Bulls try to fuck me. Somehow the the hoop screw recording schedule happens to like line up perfectly with the Bulls <laughs> playing it's, it's every, the Bulls schedule. Every it's they play every Monday. It's very strange. Every Monday. But um, but I got the Dallas game on, and the Mavericks are getting blown out right now. Nice. Um, and and Luca and Kyrie are both playing, and I don't. I don't mind seeing it. I think Luke is a fantastic player, but like Harden doesn't mean I have to root for him. Doesn't mean I have to enjoy watching it. Exactly. Exactly. I know he's a cutie, Chloe. So like Frank said, don't want to yuck your yum. I just, I just, also, I don't know if you heard, but like, he doesn't even want to be a superstar. Like after he retires, he just wants to go back to his home country and like live on a farm. And I think that. That's nice. That's very nice. That's That's like George Washington. Shut up, Frank. <laughs> and Don't you bring up that today, Mount Vernon and fuck. We should really, we should take some time to celebrate. Wait, is it George, George Washington, Washington and Abraham Lincoln's birthdays? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh, that's, why president, that's why President's Day. Um, um, also, at this point, if we've pushed back the Super Bowl into mid-February, why not just push it to President's Day weekend so everybody can have that Monday off? That's a great point. Honestly, at this point, fuck it. We should do that. Really? Yeah. I think the solution, I think the solution is we should get another holiday. Like Super Bowl Day or something. That would be be great, MCAT, but why not just add this this day as I Yeah. I don't know. I'm in. Well, hey, we we're about to uh be out of time here, but before we do that. Before we do be out of time, I want to hear uh, Chloe was there when LeBron broke the oh. scoring record. And I feel oh like God. I know we have to wrap up soon, but Chloe, I really want to hear about it. How how was it? It was amazing. It was an amazing atmosphere. Yeah, um, I was I was OK. So um, I have never been to a Lakers game. I've always wanted to go to a Lakers game. Um, I don't identify it as crypto.com arena. It is still Staples Center. <laughs> Fight mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And um, we had pretty good seats. We're in like the 200 level section. Nice. Um, was, yeah, I know. And I was able to be there for tip off. I don't even remember last time I attended a game. And I That's was awesome. able to be there for tip off. And I was a little worried because there were like four, uh, what felt like, I don't know, there was like these four like very young white guys that were like, "Yes, brought the ball," and I was like, "Okay, this is this is my experience." Chill. But then I ended up joining them, so it was fine. Um, <laughs> okay, and it was I was a, you got the Lakers fever. I was I was like trying to explain to my friend. Uh, she was like, "So like you're a LeBron fan?" And I was like, "Ooh, it's complicated." <laughs> I was like, I. I, I have not rooted for LeBron since his first stint in Cleveland because I still had not gotten over his decision, the choice to go to Miami. Um, but I love moments like this, and I feel like LeBron is deserving of this scoring title. Um, I will not knock his greatness for that. Um, and I was a little worried there um, in the beginning because he was kind of missing shots. Um, but I think he was like more than halfway towards his goal by halftime. And the I was in line for because uh, I had a tracker up like in the mm. corner to show to show yeah. Kareem's stats and then they had his stats and then it would be like oh like eighteen away fifteen away cool. and I was in line to get a beer but like five minutes maybe left before like after halftime 
or during halftime. And LeBron scored, I think like five or six points, like while I was in line and it like got down to like seven. And I was like, I like turned and I was like talking to a guy. I was like, how many points is he away? And he was like, I think seven. I was like, we gotta get the fuck out of this line. So I just like ran, <laughs> I ran like with my friend, we were sprinting to our seats. Um, and I think he was like seven or eight away. It was a little nerve wracking because I think this is for all centers. Uh, but a bunch of us were trapped in the tunnel because like, you're not allowed to go to your seat, like during play. Yeah, I was like, yeah, this yeah. is, um, what? So everyone at the back of the line was like, if I'm, I literally was like, I'm like, I don't know when he breaks a record, somebody is dying tonight. I was bad. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't, I didn't recognize myself, but I was like, I, you can't do this. You guys, uh, we eventually made it up to our seats. Um, and yeah, it was so crazy because he was like two. Uh, yeah, he was like two away. Um, and <laughs> Russ, Russell Westbrook had the ball and he was dribbling oh it God. down. And I literally was like, the ball, Russ, so help. <laughs> <laughs> Russ during that game was incredible. His last game as a Laker. And as he a Laker. Just like. He it was like, amazing. Oh, he was. Oh, my God. It was incredible. It was I incredible. was like. And it so was pretty cool because I had because I had never seen Russ play in person. And then after I saw him got traded, I was like, wow, how poetic is that? I saw him in his last game as a Laker. And he awesome. was historic. historic you were there NBA. for. Yeah. For, for a big a moment in then, NBA history. And then Russ passed LeBron the ball and he shot it on a little fade back jump at the top of the key. And the rest was history. And did did they was there like a stoppage of play? I oh yeah yeah yeah. Oh, yeah. And I they knew it was I knew and... it was gonna happen because what some some of my friends were like it's not gonna happen. He's gonna do it against the Bucks. I was like first of all y'all are stupid. I was like OKC is an easy game. It's an easy win. He's not trying to he's he's not trying to do that against the Bucks. Okay. Second of all, they moved the game up from 7.30 to 7. And I was like, oh, it's happening tonight. Uh, like, it's absolutely happening tonight. They're prepping for everything. And it was really beautiful because, like, all of the stars were there. Obviously, Kareem was Jay-Z there. Jay-Z was there. Um, Jay-Z was there. Denzel Chloe was there. Was Adele there. Adele was there. I was there. Yes, thank um, you. Wait, Adele did, was like, there? But she also dates yeah. Rich Paul, so. Rich Paul, that's why she was there. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did Adele, I don't know if Adele's listening right now, but um, I wonder if she had any thoughts about how the game was. Um, yes, actually, I did have um, just a quick reaction. Oh, wow. Hi, um, Adele. Hello. Hello. Um, I just um, I just quickly wanted to say uh-huh. Beyonce deserved the Grammy of the year. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And um, I walked out of the Grammys. Absolutely. And that was also in the Staples Center. So it's important to, to see. say that Relevant, those two yeah. things happened mm-hmm. back to back. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why, Adele, you are a white queen. You and Julie Andrews forever. Well, Thank you so much. And Angela welcome. Lansbury. <laughs> oh, yes. Angela Lansbury. Yes, the big three. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else happened that was truly wild. Oh, I will say <laughs> Savannah James is okay. That's for those of you who don't know, that's LeBron James's wife. Because they did like a little like tribute thing, like video thing, and they showed it on the Jumbotron. I was like, 
oh, girl, you look like you're going through it. Like, and I've mm. obviously heard rumors that LeBron has cheated on Savannah several times. Yes, quite an but, Yeah, and I just like, mm. I'm going to shout out because that that victory was just as much as Savannah James's victory as it was LeBron James. Agreed. Because he would not be, and his mother, because like he would not be where he is today without those two women. And like, truly, Hooper of the week for me is Savannah James because I hey. hope she's okay. Because I literally was like, girl, you I like you that. Because you you might look into excited. And honestly, like- the last time LeBron won and they had a whole little tribute and his kids did it, they also looked miserable too. Mm. They did give him I feel like the, I've he, seen he made seen like a big speech. Like, um, oh, yeah. after and it he was- and and he he said that his wife was the real. MVP and stuff like that. And so great. But he also did say that he was an inspiration. So he did. Yeah. He he kept thanking himself for what an inspiration he was. Yes. That's true. He dropped an F bomb at the end. Did he? Oh, I missed that. Yeah. 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 He he was censored on the broadcast or something. What did he say at the very end? He was just like, fuck, man. All right. (laughs) Like something like that. Like it wasn't. I don't know. That's but funny. I, it was on Savannah. Story. I feel like I've seen more just like photos and coverage of her in the past week than in the past five years. Like even mm-hmm. more, probably. Yeah. And I, I don't know if that is, I mean, obviously it has something to do with the record, but I don't know if that has anything to do with her wishes or LeBron or I don't yeah. know. But I, I don't know. It just stood out to me kind of going through all of the all of the coverage because there's been so much coverage about this record and LeBron passing Kareem and it just seems like she's been much more present um, media wise, you know, I I don't, I just wonder kind of what the reason for that is. I don't know. I mean, I, I was truly in a bubble because like uh, last week was like the first week in years where I just like, didn't watch TV or like sports center or anything. <laughs> so I had no idea what was going traveling. on. Yeah. I was traveling. So I was like, let me just enjoy my life. I'll go see the Lakers. So like, I, yeah, I, That's I was curious as to what the media coverage was. Cause I was like, Oh my God, this is going to be nonstop after watching it in person. Oh, and it was a lot. I will say it was a beautiful thing. You guys, you know, once that clock hit zero after the fourth quarter, I proudly went back to being a LeBron James hater. <laughs> but you, I mean, there's they a video. And they, lo- they lost the game, right? <laughs> I yeah, they did by yeah, three points. That's okay, very so funny. Like three points. That's very funny. Yeah. I, was, mm-hmm. I was, um, I was texting with some some friends of mine. I hope you guys aren't hurt by this, but I do. I have some friends I occasionally text about basketball that that don't include the the folks on this pod. Wait, but, what? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, just to quickly hard. move past that, I was <laughs> talking about. Um, about the record and it was early in the game and we were debating, you know, is he going to break the record tonight? What's going to happen? He was 36 points away at the start of the game. He averages about 30 a game. And I was like, this is what's going to happen. LeBron is going to break the record and the Lakers are going to lose the game. And that's exactly what fucking happened. And it's just a perfect encapsulation of his time there with the exception of two months in the bubble. And not, not just that they lost the game, but we talked about Russ. They lost the game amidst all of this like dysfunction <laughs> and hurt feelings and Russ having the weirdest body language and fighting with the coach. 
no one on the team looking happy for LeBron is including <clears throat> and really notably Anthony Davis did not look super thrilled for LeBron as he's celebrating himself in this record. Well, he's such an inspiration, you know, he's, he is an inspiration and we, yeah. we give LeBron a lot of shit and, but it was just like this perfect. Yeah. Kind of summed it all up. Cause he deserves all that shit because he ostracizes teammates and he, he's such a center of gravity. He just forces everything to kind of follow his whims and turn to him and his teammates become like pawns in this sort of just perpetual game to further LeBron's place in history. And you know what? He, he is now the all-time leading scorer in the NBA. It's worked. He is kind of at the top of the mountain, at least by that metric. But you also could kind of see that night, like what the cost is. And, you know, 24 hours later, Russell Westbrook, no longer a Laker. And that really <laughs> says it all, doesn't it? Yep. And by the way, just one one last thing. You guys remember how Russell Westbrook got to the Lakers? It's because LeBron pushed for Asked it. for it. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Hilarious. So, so, you know, incredible player. But yeah. Well, let's let's do a real quick because we are running long this evening. Um, let's do a real big, quick. We had a lot to get to. We had a lot to, to get to. to. But let's do a real quick round of Hoopers and Poopers. MC, why don't you go first, my friend? Anything to plug and Hoopers and Poopers? Um, no plugs unless you're in the city of Chicago. Um, holler and I got I got shows or whatever. Um, nice. My Hooper is also Savannah. Got to give it up. My Pooper is LeBron's speech. Yeah, it's very strange. Um, very strange and speech. also my um, emotional pooper is I don't know if this um, is going to work out for Kevin and I'm very stressed and mm-hmm. I feel bad. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Thank you very much, MC. Chloe, Hoopers, Poopers. Um, my Hooper is also going to be uh, Savannah James. Um, I got a couple of poopers because fuck it. Um, the referee who called the holding call, he's a giant pooper. Um, oh, I just left my brain. You know, this is what happens when you smoke weed, you guys. You just forget everything. My brain just, my brain just, oh, uh, Chris Berman, um, and that Abraham Lincoln birthday joke. He's a, he's a, he's a big old, uh, he's a big old pooper. So yeah, fuck those guys. That poor guy. We just yeah. gotta when people when when these guys get to be as I don't know how old Chris Berman is, but we just it's like taking you know you get old enough you maybe shouldn't drive anymore you maybe shouldn't be on live TV you maybe shouldn't be like running the government or a country we, we should have like age limits on some of this stuff Berman we failed him we should not put him up in front of a microphone but also he should shut the fuck he up. should yeah gives a job to me. Give the job to me. That's right. Yeah. Give, Give the, the job, job to, to me. Chloe. Give the job <laughs> to Chloe. Um, Matthew, Hooper, Pooper, uh, anything to plug? Man. Um, that's a good question, Frank. I don't know. Thank you. I I think Hooper, mine is, is Rihanna. Like, Nice. Crush the halftime show. We didn't even mention this earlier, I don't think, but also like revealed that she is pregnant. Um and and just destroyed it. Like I don't know. She she was really, really great. I thought that show was 
a lot of fun. The best one in, I don't know, several years, uh, uh off the top of my head. I, I don't know. Like what, what, What's been the best halftime show in the last five years? What do you guys think? Oh, I love I, Riri, and she is also a hooper. But I don't think that this was one of the best. Uh, I I I think the halftime shows have actually been pretty great. Last year, I loved. Yeah. I loved last See, year's I liked, show. I liked. Who was last year? A lot more. It was, um, it was the L.A. It was the show. L.A. Uh, hip hop. Oh, group. I so love that Dr. one. Gray, yeah, yeah, yeah. And wasn't it Fifty Cent like hanging from the pipes yeah. and stuff? And I thought it was it really was. fun. I, it I was cool because it was happening in LA and everything about yeah. the 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 history yeah. of all the music and the artists that exactly. they chose were amazing. Um I, nothing I will show, top Beyonce. I thought Beyonce was incredible. I thought Katy Perry riding the lion when she was singing Roar was awesome. I thought Lady Gaga doing like a Spider-Man thing from the top mm. of the arena down to the stage they're all really cool in my mind but but that's that's just for me matthew it sounds like for you this was like the best one well let's all right easy easy i've asked what the best one was from the last five years from the last five years Uh, i just thought i thought it was a good performance like you guys so i get what you're saying about here the last five okay yeah obviously rihanna then last year was Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and Kendrick Lamar. I really liked that show. The weekend was the year before. That one was Absolutely weird because not. of COVID. Was that was not a great Absolutely performance. Not. Okay. The year before that was Shakira is Shakira and J-Lo. Yes. That was a great yes. one. Yes. Yes. This is this one I forgot about. This is this is dark stuff. Maroon five. I remember. Ooh, I blacked that out. Yeah, yeah. me too. Year before that. Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake, yeah, no, it was pretty rough. tough. So rough. And then, and then, uh, Lady Gaga then, the year before that. So, so there you go. I mean, it's J Lo and Shakira. That's the Rihanna. only other one I think that is really in that is close because I I hear what you guys are saying about the L A one, but that one I think it was fun, kind of like because of the history and knowing the connections and what those artists mean to each other. But all those guys are washed up except Kendrick. Rihanna, it was like a big return to music. She hasn't performed live in years and she's still maybe not at her peak, but she's a lot closer, I think, than 50 Cent or Dr. Dre or a lot of the Super Bowl performers. So I I don't know. I kind of like that. It was just a simpler show. It was just her and backup dancers. It kind of reminded me of the Beyonce shows, even though definitely not quite that good, but it was just good to see her out there like. I don't know. It seemed it seemed like the crowd was into it. People at my place were feeling it. We were pretty excited. Maybe I was just swept up in that. No, no. no. I think it's great. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm happy that you guys liked it. Yeah, that's awesome. I was excited. I was excited too. I was holding. I can't remember which album, I was but great. I was holding one of her albums yeah. in my hands as I was watching her. And honestly, I thought what was because people on the internet were getting so weird and wild about the pregnancy thing yes i just it was very strange it was so weird and like they're always comparing rihanna to like beyonce to where it's just like you can like talk about like their discographies and stuff like that but it's like i will always prefer beyonce not because i think that she is a better artist or that rihanna is less than it's just that i am somebody who likes to see a full-on performance like dancing mm-hmm. and like, and mm-hmm. that's like what Beyonce's yeah. going to do. And like, that has never been Rihanna's shtick. Mm-hmm. So yeah. 
for people to be so upset that she wasn't a doing that. I was like, well, first of all, that's never been her shtick. So I don't know why y'all are upset about that. I was like, and B she's pregnant, which I thought was like, cause I wanted to know yeah. if she was pregnant because I'm like, this is, this is Crazy. so cool like, to celebrate yeah. that. Like she's doing this while like, it looks like five to six months pregnant and she's like a million feet in the air and she's hitting the those platforms vocals. Were like, so cool. It looked yes. like a like a Super Smash Brothers stage or something like that. It was so that was cool. Big, that was the big joke today. I saw. I'm, oh really? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I was oh. around on Twitter. That's, that was a big Damn. one on Twitter today. Uh, it's all right. Yeah, buddy. it's all right. Uh, we'll we'll play it off. We'll we'll edit that out and we'll credit you. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I I think that's that's kind of what I mean, Chloe. Like, and maybe maybe this makes her not the best Super Bowl choice, but. She doesn't do spectacle the same way that Beyonce or Gaga or Katy Perry is going to do. Or J-Lo or, and Shakira. Yeah. <laughs> her style's just different. And I I don't know. It just hit me. It hit me in the right place. So she's my Hooper. Hooper. God. Uh, Kyrie. I mean, he's, he's, he's playing in this Dallas game. We can give it to him. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Frank, you got any Poopers? Um, the uh, other than your butt, other than the Super Bowl <laughs> halftime show in 2001. This is January 28th, 2001. It was billed as the kings of rock and pop. It was Aerosmith and NSYNC. I remember this? Yeah. Strange. What the a kings. strange. There was a pre-recorded intro sketch. I, I ben remember Stiller, Adam Sandler, I remember Chris Rock, Aerosmith, and NSYNC. I don't remember this at all. I remember oh, this strange. sketch in this halftime show very clearly. Actually, they, it ended with all of them, um, including Run DMC. I think came out for this, uh, doing "Walk This Way." Hmm. And it was just Aerosmith, NSYNC, Britney Spears, Mary J. Blige, and Nelly were okay, in that. Was not there, but goddamn. Well, maybe run, maybe run DMC was there. That's just what's on the Wikipedia. Oh, entry. just not in the sketch. I, God. Yeah. It's. It was an intense one. There was a lot <laughs> happening that year. Yeah. Um. So I pooper for me for not remembering it. Uh. Yeah. No, I don't remember pooper pooper this week. I just I will I'll give out uh, my. But I'm about to give a hooper out to Patrick Mahomes. Incredible, incredible to yeah. play through all that stuff. He's awesome. I love watching and him Whoville play football. Andy. Whoville Andy yeah, is great. Andy. Um, Another Super Bowl. Super fun. Greg, super Greg fun. Toomey, Hooper of the Week this week. His yeah, birthday. happy birthday, Shout Greg. Out Greg. Yeah. <laughs> well, Shares a birthday with Michael Jordan. The two and, goats. Well, the two goats. <laughs> and uh, and on that note, uh, let's wrap up this week's edition of the Hoops Crew Pod. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, please follow us on social media at Hoops Crew Pod. And um, as I always say, Seacrest out. Nope. Bye, oh. everyone. <laughs> Bye. Sorry, everybody.